Welcome to The Whole Steward, the holistic approach to wealth from a Christian worldview. I'm your host, Ian Stanton, and I'm glad you've joined. 2024 is upon us, and many people are making or have made New Year resolutions. Maybe you've set up your own, but there are some well-known problems with New Year resolutions, and because of those, you often won't get the results you're looking for. I'll suggest we set up something different than New Year resolutions and explain why you'll get better results with it today on The Whole Steward. Well, this is episode number 53. I'm so thankful you've joined. This is the start of a new year, and I just want to wish you and bless you with a happy new year. 2024. 2023 is behind us, and now we have a new year. And I said at the beginning that New Year's resolutions maybe aren't exactly what you should be looking for. In fact, the title is Ditch the New Year Resolutions. Now, how could you say, or how could I say on The Whole Steward to ditch New Year resolutions? Aren't they a good thing? Aren't they a way to better yourself in the new year? Well, they can be. However, I said that there are some problems. Now, what might those problems be? I don't know that I've ever set up a New Year's resolution. Well, maybe I have, but it was very loose. And some people can get really good results with it. However, the moment that you fall short of that resolution, it can be very discouraging. It can be a deterrent from you actually following through and continuing. And why in the new year? What is it about a new year that makes a resolution be any more powerful than, let's say, if it was set up in the middle of the year? It is a good thing to evaluate the new year and figure out what will help you or what will help put you on a trajectory of success. And success toward what? How do you define success? If you make a New Year's resolution, let's say you're going to uh, exercise twice a week. Okay, one week goes by and you fall short of that. You might fall back into, well, I'm not going to exercise any times a week. Anything you set your mind to do or you resolve to do needs to have a why behind it. So, the better thing would be to set goals. Now, before you can set goals, you need to know what is it that you're heading toward. And I've talked about this before, but it's an excellent time to get a refresher. In fact, I've done that for myself, and my wife and I will be sitting down and having a goals retreat together to set the goals and priorities for our family and our businesses and our ministry at church, and everything else that we set our minds and our hands and our hearts to do this year. We sit down and have basically a strategy session together. That aligns both of us for our family throughout the year, and I highly recommend it. If you don't do this with your spouse I highly recommend it. If you don't have a spouse, do it with yourself. Now, what are these things that I'm talking about? Well, first of all, you need to get clear on your vision. It should be as specific as possible. It needs to be something measurable. The vision is the what. 
If you are successful, what does success look like? Otherwise, you have nothing to measure against. Let's take that example of exercise or the living capital, the care for your body. You may say, okay, the vision is to be healthier. But that is a pretty broad statement. How do you really know if you achieve it? However, you could set a much more specific vision for your living capital. Your vision may be, in the area of exercise, be able to run a marathon start to finish without stopping. Now, that is a very clear vision. That is what success looks like. If you're able to do that, it is very measurable. It's not any shorter or any longer. It's a marathon and you can run it without stopping. That is a very good vision. The vision is the what. The mission is the why. Why are you doing this? Well, to be healthier. Maybe you could say to be physically fit to serve whenever needed. If you can run a marathon, you are likely more fit to serve and work for the kingdom of God in many capacities, much better than if you had sat on the couch and watched Netflix for the entire year. I say this to people a lot. They say, well, you know, bodily exercise profits little godliness profits for all things. Yes, that is absolutely true. But even Jesus was physically fit. He was a better hiker than probably any of us listening to this. They walked everywhere. He would walk miles and miles and miles. Even though his work was for the kingdom of God, he used his physical body, Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, walking on this earth to the different ministry points and different towns and people who needed him. And he was teaching. He exerted himself physically tremendously hard, so much so that he would be so exhausted that he'd get in the boat and fall asleep in the middle of a storm. The mission is why? Well, to serve, to be physically fit, to serve for the kingdom of God. Great. So now you have the vision. I want to run a marathon nonstop. The mission, why? So that I'm physically fit to serve in the kingdom of God, however needed. Now you can set your values. What are you willing and not willing to do to get there? Carrying that physical fitness example all the way forward, your values may be fairness. No cheating. You can't say, oh, I ran a marathon, but rode your bike halfway. Your values may be to not neglect your family while doing so. So you value the love of your family. And that's going to dictate how you train, how you, all the things that you are willing and not willing to do to reach your vision. Those are what your values are. Now, this is a very specific example. You can apply this to your business. You can apply this to your ministry at church. You can apply this to your family. You can apply this to your investments. You can apply this at your job. You can apply this in many different ways. And the reason why this is so much more powerful than a resolution is because when you fall short, you simply adjust. You simply pick up, you simply learn, and you simply move forward. You are trying to reach a particular vision. 
You are not going to be perfect. You may or may not reach it on time. Maybe you have to adjust your time frame. You have to adjust your vision. And that's okay. Don't adjust it too often. Try to set it up very good from the beginning. That is where it'll be most effective. Your vision is what, your mission is why, and your values are how. That is going to help you to then set goals. Now you can set intermediate goals to help you achieve your vision. Like them or hate them, this is a quote that I really appreciate from Bill Gates. He says, most people overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in 10 years. This is a huge encouragement to me because I feel like I'm behind on the whole steward. Now, I am thankful for every single one of you listening to this. What I can be thankful for is what we have accomplished. We achieved 52 episodes. That's one episode per week. Now, were every one of those episodes on time? No, no, they weren't. Were they all perfect? No. Did they all have video? No. Did I send as many newsletters out that I wanted to? No. But I can look back and see, well, what did we accomplish? I overestimated what I could accomplish in a year. But you, my listener, listening right now, are part of a community that is being built up. You are a whole steward. If you're listening to this, you want to focus on every form of capital and not neglect anyone. You want your circle of stewardship to be even so that it's a wheel that rolls through life smoothly. I have to say, and I hope that this is an encouragement for you too. whatever you are doing right now, endeavoring to do. Remember, you you often will overestimate what you can do in a year, but underestimate what you can do in 10 years. So this is an encouragement to buckle down, revisit or create anew your vision, mission and values and continue on. Bring God glory through your stewardship. This life is short, so don't neglect it. Let me revisit just really quickly the vision, mission, and values of the whole steward. This is the who, what, why, and how. I'm on the about page now if you're watching on video. Otherwise, if you're listening, this will be, I'll just explain it to you. Let's go straight to the vision. I've tweaked these just slightly, but they are still very similar to what we had last year. The vision is to build a community of those with the holistic approach to wealth from a Christian worldview. If you take that holistic approach and you have that abundant mindset to grow in every area of stewardship, then you'll want to stick around and be part of this community. I have some exciting things that will help us achieve this vision coming up, and I'm very excited to share those with you in the coming weeks and months. Now, the mission, why do this? Well, it is to inspire people to an abundant mindset and greater harvest for the glory of God. So often, I think Christians can have a scarcity mindset. The scarcity mindset can plague anybody at any time. And that is a limited view. It it is not a view to growth. It is not a view toward 
being willing to learn, even if they're things that you don't really want to learn or you disagree with. It's okay. And also, the wealth and the value and the resources that God has made and put us as stewards over are so limited that you need to either hoard what you have or not share it with others. It was a big step for me coming toward that abundant mindset and even doing something like starting this podcast. I think the podcast can really help achieve this vision and mission. Now, the values, what are we willing and not willing to do to get there? Well, faith, gratitude, humility, curiosity, love, conservation, generosity, growth, and patience. I've told you before, these are derived and correlate directly with each form of capital. That is spiritual, living, intellectual, experiential, social, cultural, material, financial, and time. So there's obviously a lot more values than that because we derive our Christian values from Scripture and from the teaching of the Bible. So anything you find there is true, but you need to list some and don't list too many because otherwise it just becomes overly burdensome. Those are the values listed for the whole steward. Again, I have some really exciting things coming in the future for the whole steward, and I want you to stay tuned for that. Also, share it with a friend, a loved one, a family member on your social media. I was never a big social media guy, but I see that we need to use these tools to our advantage and to glorify God as best we can. And so let's do that. And I want to leave you with some blessings and thoughts from Scripture. Psalm 90, verse 17. This is a psalm by Moses, and he recognized and said as a prayer, and this is my prayer for you, let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands upon us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. See, as whole stewards, we recognize that everything that we are doing will be established or blessed by God. He is the one who made us. He is the one who has made everything that we touch. He is the one who gives us the relationships and the people that we know. He is the one who has done all of this. He is the creator. And so he must establish the work of our hands and bless it. He could easily curse it as well. And so that is my prayer for you, that he might establish the work of your hands, the work of our hands this year, this 2024. Numbers 6, 24 to 26 is a great blessing. It's a very famous one. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. That is my prayer. And you might say, well, Andrew, there's a lot going on in the world. This is an election year. It's going to be very nasty. Politics always ends up nasty. And it seems like this is probably some of the worst that I've seen or known in my lifetime for sure. We also have the economy struggling and showing some pretty severe signs of difficulty. You might be discouraged or worried or whatever the case may be, but I pray that the Lord would give you peace in all of this. Also, we need the biggest 
thing is peace with God. And so how would God accomplish this? How would this be possible with all these things in the world kind of pressing in on at least our thoughts? You need to focus on your own sphere, where you have influence, everyone you can touch with the value that you provide for the world. And that is how we all grow together. Finally, I leave you with John 16.33. Part of the prayer that Jesus had for his disciples the night before he was betrayed, and he said, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. So how do we have peace? It's in our Lord Jesus Christ. You can listen to episode number 52 just last week for how you achieve that through the gospel of Jesus Christ. But Jesus says to his disciples, in the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Remember, our home isn't here. This is a temporary place that we are temporarily in charge of things. Even this body is temporary, and one day we'll go to the grave. And yet, God, through Jesus Christ, has given us peace. And it says, take heart, I have overcome the world. Jesus conquered death. As we work and live as Christians in this world, we always bring our minds back to that truth. The fact that Jesus has done this for us and ultimately for his own glory. In fact, it says that God glorified himself through this work of Jesus. As you refocus on your sphere of influence and the value that you seek to provide as a steward, and you consider, do I make New Year's resolutions, or do I set a vision, mission, and values? Then your goals will flow out of that. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening. Share it with a friend. Let me know what you thought. And now that you know more, go out and grow. All content on The Whole Steward is for informational purposes only and must not be considered personal, professional, tax, or legal advice. Please consult an appropriate professional for individualized advice. Though we do our best to bring you reliable information, we make no guarantee on its accuracy. So you must rely on your own due diligence to draw your own conclusions. The views expressed by guests on the show are their own and may not represent that of the host. Please visit our website for complete terms and conditions. Thanks for joining us today for the holistic approach to wealth from a Christian worldview. This show is brought to you by thewholesteward.com.